Welcome to episode number nine of the Northern Nerd Podcast. With me today is Stu Neville, but before we introduce Stu and um, have a little conversation with Stu, uh, we're going to say a word from our sponsor here, Hurricane Lawn Care. Yes, they're back once again. It's almost time for spring cleaning and for you to get your lawn taken care of. I know it's hard to believe with this seemingly endless winter, but they do have reliable and efficient lawn care service, and that's provided by Hunter Hessel and Owen Paulson. They offer mowing, weed whacking, raking, light landscaping, and more. So contact them at 715-558-8611 for an estimate or visit them on Facebook. So with me today is Stu Neville, local fly fishing guide. And Stu, the first question I want to ask you is, how long have you worked for Hayward Fly Fishing Company? Since 2013, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, uh, I started working for Larry and Wendy at Hayward Fly Fishing in spring 2013 after... Uh, after fishing with them for uh, several years leading up to that. Nice. So he's, he's been in the area a while folks. Yeah. We, uh, my family has had a place. I'm I'm originally from the twin cities, but my family's had a place, uh, on round Lake since I was born. And so it's, uh, it's home now. I like it. What is it about fishing that gets your heart to thump a little bit faster? How'd you get into it? I guess. Oh boy. Um, well, uh, my dad, I think, like a lot of people, like a lot of young men and women, their uh, their mom or dad got them into fishing. Uh, my dad grew up on a, a small river in northern Indiana called the Tippecanoe. Ooh, I uh, like it. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it turns out he did too. Uh, he grew up, uh, spent his young years canoeing up and down the river with his dog, Dynamite. Uh, and he, I was going to make a dad joke, but I'll stop. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he grew up as a fisherman and actually a trapper as well. Oh, okay. Um, and so he has always had that in his blood and, uh, and got me into fishing as soon as I could hold a rod. And now granted it was, it was spin fishing. Um, and he and I sort of got into fly fishing together when I was about 15. Um, uh, which coincidentally is, when the fly shop in Hayward opened. So nice. Larry and Wendy have, have known me, uh, in the entirety of my fly fishing career and sort of, that's awesome. Yeah. That brought me up a little bit. The stars kind of aligned there for you. And Big time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my dad, I, I owe a lot of what I do to my dad and his fostering that passion. Yeah. And it's, and it's cool that you both, um, fell in love with it about the same time, but that's something that you probably bonded really well over is just learning the ropes together. Big time. Yeah. And kind of getting back to your original question about what, what about fishing sort of does it for me. Um, it's the, a lot of times, you know, fishing can take a lot of different forms. You can do it with other people or you can go off by yourself. I like both, but my dad and I, bonded over it really hard you know a lot of shared experience where we can go back and relive some of these stories that we have and yeah and uh you know the one that got away the classic (laughs) or you know uh, just wild things that we've seen out fishing that don't even have anything to do with fish at all Mm -hmm. um you know just things that you see when you're out there and that's part of what makes it pretty cool i think um but then you know you can have experiences that are just as powerful or more powerful by yourself Mm -hmm. um no other people, no cameras, no anything. You just out there doing doing your thing, and uh, I like that too. Yeah, 
Yeah, you don't have the film crew over your shoulder like, did you get that? Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, the drones, the whole bit. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, they're, man. They're always wanting you to get that get that perfect shot of the fish jumping just beautifully. It's it's really obnoxious. Yeah, it's it's nice how, yeah, you just have those moments to yourself where you can just take it in and be like, yeah, I'm the only one experiencing this right now, and it's something that's beautiful. Um, and then at the same time, also being able to share the stories from out on the water. So whether it's it was you just out there individually or with a group, but those are the kind of stories that you hear around a campfire or something like that is right. As cliche as that's going to sound to tell a story around a campfire, but well, it's yeah, it's true though. And you get around another group of fishermen, and you can go story for story with a lot of people just <laughs> until you you're ready to drop. Yeah. You know, it's a heavyweight match. Yeah. <laughs> Fishing well, stories. It, but it's, it's, you know, it's not even about like a, like a competition. It's just, you know, somebody has, somebody's had an experience and they tell this really colorful story that then reminds you of something you had happened to you while you were on the water and you tell a story and you can story swap. Just, just, you know, people light up when they tell stories like that. It's fun to watch and listen to. Yeah. Well, especially when they're so passionate about it and, you share that passion for the, for fishing. And it's again, yeah, you're not trying to one up that person, but it's their story just reminds you of your story that or experience that you had. And yeah, it's cool when that story sharing can happen. Yep. Yep. Shared experience and, and shared lessons. Yeah. So what would you say to people that are hesitant about fly fishing or just fishing in general? Hmm. Ooh, uh, fishing, Fly fishing especially requires a lot of patience. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's there's a there's a fly shop in in the Twin Cities in Minneapolis called Mend Provisions and uh um it's owned by a guy named Mike Fisher and he has sort of um he's got a unique feel and flavor to his shop, but one thing that he has put out there is uh sort of his shop slogan he's got a bunch of stickers and and merch and things that that say fly fishing is hard think twice (laughs) and it's yeah it's true because i mean a lot of people um a lot of people envision you know the the romantic brad pitt standing in the middle of a large western trout river and and he's you know his line is just gorgeously flying through the air and he's so graceful and it's beautiful and and he's catching these giant fish and just you know he's dashing it's it's great and i want to do that and you know they they want to get in there and do that and yeah turns out it's really hard and uh you know uh, we can't all be brad pitt and river runs through it guys alas we cannot all (laughs) gosh dang it um (laughs) so it's it takes it takes a long time to get any sort of good at at fly fishing and um, you know, you've, you've got to, you have to constantly redefine what success is for you in your fly fishing journey, because the first time you go out, success might be making a cast where you don't plunk yourself in the head with the hook, or, you know, you, you cast 15 feet. Uh, and then, you know, the next time you go out, Oh, I made a, I made a 20 foot cast and I hit my spot. Uh, I cast it where I want it to go. Um, uh, and then next thing you know, you're catching fish. So it, being being patient and getting through the difficult mastery of the fundamentals uh, is really important. Because, I mean, even, I mean, I say mastery, but 
I've been fly fishing for a long time, I still plunk myself in the head. Like, you know, it's, it, it's not always a graceful thing. You have to, it will constantly humble you. And, uh, just when you think you're doing well, it'll take you down a peg or two. And yeah, that's, that's, you know, one of the many lessons to be learned out there, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not a flashy sport, but (laughs) but then, you know, you have these moments of like, you know, you try a shot that you have, you know, you don't feel super good about, but it, it works out and all of a sudden you look like some kind of wizard out there. Like, yeah, just, oh my God, how did I make that happen? And fish <laughs> eats it and it, everything comes together and you just feel like a million bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> just got to ride the wave sometime. Yes. Yep. Enjoy it. Enjoy the, uh, the sweetness while it lasts because pretty quick you're going to be pulling a hook out of your head or, you know, breaking your fly off in a tree or something like that. But just building off those previous day successes, whatever that definition of success for you, um, yeah, that's definitely something that uh, is important there. Yeah, and and the the whole fly fishing is hard, think twice thing. Uh, I mean that that's kind of a it's a joke, obviously, but I mean it's it's kind of a cynical point of view. Um, I I say go for it. I yeah, mean, it's it's done so many so many good things for me. Uh, in my life that I, I would hate to deter people from it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's added a lot of, uh, it's been a really valuable tool for me in my life and I've, I've gained a lot of enjoyment doing it and spent a lot of time doing it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm -hmm. So folks get out there and just give it a try. Yeah. But be patient, be patient, (laughs) but give it a try. And don't be afraid to use your, your local resources. It can be an intimidating thing. Uh, because you know, even if you're, let's say, you're a conventional gear fisherman or a spin fisherman or a bait fisherman or, or something, and you're looking to get into fly fishing, it, it's, it's not the same. You know, you can't just take the exact same jargon and tools and go give it a try. It's a whole different ball game. So, uh, don't be afraid to go into your local fly shop or talk to somebody that you know, uh, who whose knowledge you trust, um, and be vulnerable, tell them that you don't know anything and ask questions, you know, right. just it's, <laughs> don't go in there just like pointing at all this right. stuff. Yeah. Give me all this gear. Exactly. I'm... Yep. I'll take two of these and six of these and oh, I need 18 of these. And right. Yeah. And uh, oh, it's, you see people try to play it cool in the fly shop sometimes and they'll, oh, pretend, yeah. they'll pretend like they know stuff uh, and they're not doing themselves any favors because I mean, it's, if if it's an ego thing, which sometimes it is, it, it's you can see right through that pretty quick if you do know what you're talking about. That, yeah. You know, he's, he's, wow, this guy doesn't know anything, <laughs> but that's not his fault, you know. So it's um, just don't be afraid, you know. Don't pretend like like you're like you're that Brad Pitt guy who knows all of his stuff. Yeah. Just go in there and ask honest questions, and and you'll get honest answers, whichever like shop it. it is that you choose to go into. Yeah. We won't try to sway you one way or the other, but no, certainly. Uh, check out Hayward Fly Fishing Company. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can say that. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> sure. It, yeah, they're not even a sponsor yet, or anything, right. are they? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I'll talk to Larry soon. Sure. <laughs> so, you mentioned that you grew up coming to the area, but um, what made you want to call the Northwoods your home? I would say the biggest draw for me um was the water and yeah. whether it was moving or still 
Um, I grew up um, coming to Round Lake, the the place that my um, my family has is on the north end of Round, and you know, for your listeners who know the area, understand the the awesome lake that Round is. It's a happening spot in the summer. It, yeah, yeah, uh, and you know, even if if it's not exactly happening, the lake is always there, whether there are people or not. It, it's just the the water is just so so awesome. Uh, it's beautiful, and you know, you you come out of it. At least I do. Come out of it feeling just my skin feels better and it's yeah yeah, it's one of many reasons to like that lake it's just you just feel so the energy is so good um and then the more i got into fly fishing into my you know later teen years um i got to know the moving water around here and wow the namakagan and like the upper saint croix um it's a it's a national scenic riverway it was one of the first designated national scenic riverways in the in the country and it is that it got that designation for a reason it's incredibly beautiful yeah and we are (laughs) so lucky to to have water like that i mean i've i've fished a lot of different rivers around the country i've been really fortunate to travel and fish and there's a lot of good fishing out there and uh you know there's a lot of good water but to have what we have within you know, a very short drive or a walk for that matter, if right. you're right in town here. Yeah. Uh is is nothing short of incredible. It's a great resource and uh uh it doesn't stop there, you know, the the Chippewa, the Flambeau and and it, that's just the tip of the tip of the iceberg as far as the moving water around here goes. It's there's there's just a lot to explore. And that's a lot of what I like about fishing too. It's it's always looking for something new or learning something new about uh, a piece of water that maybe you've known for a long time. Um, you know, you, you, you go fish a certain stretch, you know, for, for years and years and years, and then you go out there one time and you try something new or see something new and you get to know it a little better. It's, uh, we're, we're really lucky to, to have the water up here that we do. And what I think is enjoyable is it's not always it's not a cookie cutter experience. So say you go to the Namakagan one day, and you go back the next day, you might have a completely different experience. Absolutely, yep. And I mean that you know that can be true of of any water anywhere around. Just there's always something happening in there. Um, but yeah, every day is every day is different. It's always yeah. a new adventure. <laughs> As cliche as that is, but it's super true. It's all good, yeah. Uh, especially in, in my line of work where, you know, I've got different people in the boat with me every day with, you know, different personalities and skill sets and experiences and stories. And and I get to spend, you know, nine plus hours with, with these people out on the water showing them uh, the water that means so much to me and seeing their reactions to it. And that's pretty cool. And just having them like, yeah, experience that for the first time or maybe um, catching their first fish or right. whatever the case may be. Yeah. It's just seeing seeing their facial expression. That's got to do so many things for you too. Yeah, it, it gets back to what I was saying about beginning fly fishing. Uh, it's all about defining success for you. Like, you know, I take out a lot of true beginners who have never held a fly rod before. And I take out a lot of people who are better fly fishermen than I am and everywhere in between. And so, you know, you see, <laughs> you see somebody 
make their first decent cast. And, you know, they'll be in the front of the boat and they turn around and look at me and go, did you see that? <laughs> it's like, yes. This is good. Okay, we're building on this here. Yeah. And then, you know, you get some guy who can cast his fly into a teacup at 80 feet all day long. And um, that's fun to, to do, too. That's really fun to, to, to show him some water that maybe he or she, the, the water that they haven't seen before. Um, and, you know, uh, maybe show, show them a different challenge than you would show that person who's just learning. Like instead of, um, you know, there may be some, some spots or presentations that I wouldn't even consider showing to a beginner that, you know, I think, okay, this person, I, I can, I can challenge them to try to make this cast and, and, and see what's, see if they've got it and they'll, they'll rise to that if they, if they want to. That's fun. I'm just picturing you like hosting a game show on the river or something. Like, <laughs> you're ready for the next challenge. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> you want to prove that you're a fly fishing Jedi? Here's, yeah, here's the spot you need to hit. <laughs> elimination format too, where if they don't meet it, then I kick them out of the boat. Right, yeah. <laughs> and you can't blame it on a tippy canoe or something like no, that. No, no. You just, yep, full, full shove. Yep, you either did or you didn't do it. And uh, you didn't do it, so I pushed you out of the boat. Yep. No. <laughs> I don't do that. He doesn't do that, folks. <laughs> that was that was uh, simply a joke. It's actually a uh, a point of proud pride for me. I've never knock on wood. Yeah, we got wood here. Knock on wood. We both knocked. Uh, I've never had anybody fall out of my boat. Okay, that's good. Yeah, uh, I've had close calls. Oh my gosh, I've had close calls, but never had anybody go full on out of the boat. Um, yeah, that would not be. Could potentially be very bad. Yeah. We're not going to think about that, though. No. Nope. <laughs> so, so as you, so you're calling this place home now, and mm-hmm. so you're a recent homeowner, and what's what's that been like for you? I've been over to Stu's house, folks. I'm not. I I didn't do this much digging. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that creepy with it. Uh, I thought I saw some binoculars in the bushes the other morning. You know, maybe uh, not as good as I thought it was. No. Uh. Home ownership is, is, it's fun. It's an adventure. Um, it's really satisfying to be able to um, arrive at a place at the end of the day and know that, that it's yours. Um, and uh, to take some pride in that and sort of make it your own, you know. Um, I am just in the terminal stages of a remodel right now in my house, which whew, has not been all beer and Skittles. It's, I was going to uh, say. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really, it's been really frustrating at times, but uh, now that it's nearing completion, uh, you know, finally starting to see all this come together, um, it, it's rewarding and it's comfortable. It's yeah. nice. That's good. Yeah, I remember, well, when we had, what was it, the, the game night for Thanksgiving, or Friendsgiving? Yes, indeed. Yeah. that was, We got to see, like, the different, like, colors you were thinking of on the wall, and <laughs> that was that was the uh, game uh, in itself. Those were up forever. Yeah. Yeah, that was, see, I, I don't think of myself as a person who would, like, agonize over, oh, what about, you know, I'm choosing between four different shades of gray. Like, right. Well, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it's gray. Right. It's, it's some kind of gray, but then like 
I find myself, you know, mulling it over and thinking about it for, I mean, those color swatches were up on my walls for like months. <laughs> Just haunting him <laughs> in his dreams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, it was quite an episode, but, um, it's over now. Yeah. Chose, chose my various grays, my you various colors it. and, uh, moved on with my life. Thank God. We're proud of you, Stu. Thank you. Thank you, Dalton. <laughs> that really means a lot. I'm proud of myself, too. Yeah, a, as you should be, It was man. tough. Pat yourself in the back tough there. Tough times. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite part of that night, though, was uh, getting a visit from your woodland friend. Oh, yes. Uh, Venny. Yeah. Can, uh, you, can you tell our listeners a little bit about that story, if you don't mind? Sure, sure. Um, well, you know, I got to be honest. I'm not sure how... Uh, exactly on the up and up the some of the the details about Venny are but here we go it's okay um, <laughs> you're not allowed to have uh, you're not allowed to have a pet deer that's apparently illegal and I'm not saying Venny is a pet nope uh, uh, Venny is a nickname his full name is Venison yes we, we call him Venny um, he's, the, he's the homeboy <laughs> yes young Venny was discovered by my neighbor uh, I live on the Namakagan, and there's a little island out in front of my neighbor's house. And um, it was it was early in the summer, and there was just some crazy rain coming down. It was really, really coming down hard. And this is a pretty low island, and uh, my neighbor was looking out his window at the island uh, as the water was rising, and he saw tucked in the grass on this island this tiny little spotted fawn. Um, and so he thought to himself, you know, okay the doe mom is going to come by and, you know, get this little guy out of there before the water rises too much and, and sweeps over the Island and washes him away. Yeah. Um, and so he watched and watched and watched for, for a long time and, um, the doe never showed up. And so water's going to, you know, crest over this Island and wash this deer out of there. So he ran out of there, scooped up the deer much to the deer's protesting. <laughs> I could imagine <laughs> yeah, just like the, the way he uh, tells the story. It's a, screaming ball of kicking legs and, and just fur not a bambi not a no not a, bambi not, not a precious little bambi i think yeah. he was pretty upset um but uh my neighbor got him out of there and our neighbor downstream has a has a little goat pen and so they they took venny and put him in with the goats for uh for a little while and sort of nursed him back to health just as long as he needed to sort of get back on his feet uh and then they let him go He's a he's a free deer. He can do what he pleases. Yes, go where he's not he a pet. He we is, can't emphasize this enough. A pet, but turns out he wants to you know imprinted on people. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so he uh, he hangs out on our street, and you know he would show up every now and then when I was getting the boat hooked up to my truck in the morning. He'd be waiting for me at my front door and, uh, sipping his coffee. He's, he's and... kind of like a dog. Like, <laughs> honestly, he'll just walk right up to you. And all he wants is a scratch behind the ears and to, you know, lick your hand and just hang. Yeah. He's one of the guys. <laughs> uh, but, um, well, so anyway, this, um, I'd been, you know, talking about Venny all night during our, our, our Thanksgiving get together. Yeah. Uh, and he hadn't, uh, n- nobody had seen him prior to that point. And everyone's getting ready to leave at the end of the night and putting shoes on. And there's a big um, front window right there in, in sort of the front part of my house. And um, 
everyone's bent down looking at their shoes, tying their shoes, and I look up, and there's Venny with his face just pressed against the glass, looking inside <laughs> at everybody like, hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah, did you forget about me? <laughs> and uh, so everybody got to go outside and meet Venny that night, which was just a treat. That was really fun. Yeah, he was so approachable. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty chill guy. Yeah, I I had a tough time getting in my deer stand the next day. Oh, it was oh. like ah, I think I was thinking I of any. I am not a deer hunter. I can't. <laughs> oh, I just. I'm sorry, Stu. I, I got nothing against it. You know. Um, yeah. If anything, they terrify me when I'm on the roads, towing my boat home in the fall, at you know five o'clock, or whatever. It's dusk and the road ditches are just covered in deer, and I just know I'm gonna whack one of them one of these days but um i just hope it's not benny yeah <laughs> that'd be that'd be a real tragedy oh my god that'd be so bad oh of course that was that was an awesome evening yeah i i actually hate to say that um i think venny is starting to feel his adult deer self come on a little bit because we haven't seen him much lately he's an angsty he's a, teen yeah well yeah or or more i don't know oh we, we haven't seen him in a long time I think he's he's probably off doing his thing now. Yeah, a little too cool for, too cool for school at this point. Yeah, he'll he'll come around. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, he might be a different guy. I right trying the, to like the streets approach, harden him a little bit. Yeah, trying to approach Venny <laughs> next fall when he's got a full rack of antlers and wants a scratch behind the ear. Yeah, he's like do it, Stu. Impa- I dare you. Impale my wrist. <laughs> no thanks, Venny. Yeah, so. It had, I mean, like it had its run, maybe. Was, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, you never know. Yeah, but part of me thinks that the Venny story has run its course. Yeah, maybe turned into a Disney movie here soon. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. Stu, Stu's got the rights. <laughs> yeah, with a with a a darker Bambi twist. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, look out! Coming soon to DVD and yeah. VHS. Coming soon to Hayward Cinema Four. Yeah. With, no, along it's, with blood it's, probably, it's probably a straight to streaming or like, yeah, it won't, it won't have any theater time. No bootleg copies. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> so, so kind of going back to um, you living in the area, um, what's your favorite place to, to eat in town, would you say? Ooh, you're going to make me pick. I am, but, you know, this is a this is a tough question that I ask all of our people that come on the show. Mm. So Okay. Um, and if, if I give more than one answer, is that a cop out? Nope. And people listening, you can't judge the man for his decision. <laughs> he, he is entitled to his own opinion of where he likes to eat. So, uh, well, you know, do my little catch all and say, I like a lot of places in town. Yes. But, um, gosh, the angry minnow is just, that's, that is sanctuary for me. Yeah. Just what a wonderful place. Uh, really good food, great beer, and uh, and good people. Um, now that said, the River Deck when it is open, fantastic food. That's really good food. Uh, I like what they do there. And um, uh, another great option for me is Main Street Tacos. I think they they bring. It's just in the last couple of years they brought something something different, a little different style yeah. and 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 vibe and flavor. Uh, to Main Street, and I think Main Street needed that a little bit. And it, the quality, you know, speaks for itself. They they do a really good job, and they're busy all the time. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's nice and nice and quick too. You're not waiting around forever. It's just right. hop in there quick, get your 
tacos or whatever it is you're getting and yep. be on your merry little way. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Is it, yeah, that's a great addition to Main Street, and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. And I could go on. Trust he me. could. I could go on. I love, ne- next time. Love good food, but <laughs> I'm going to stick with those three for now. Okay. Solid. Maybe we need to have like a bracket. Like since it's Ooh. March Madness, do you like all the all the different restaurants and places to eat in Hayward? Make yeah. it a bracket. Yeah. How would you seed that? I don't even we need to have a selection committee. Yep, there'd have to be a selection committee. All right, we'll send out the bat signal tonight or something like that. <laughs> calling all <laughs> Hayward foodies. Yeah. And uh we'll make the bracket. Oh, that, that would that would wreck some people. Yeah. Yeah, it sure would. It sure would. Uh, it, the the feud would never end. Yeah. You know, that's something that next year, I want to do that next year. Well, I don't want to destroy people. Like, I'm not trying to, like, <laughs> separate. No, that's not my goal. But I just think it would be, be, be an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. Like, what one's better here? What one's? Yeah. But Yep. Yep, I agree. Yeah. What's one place that you that's on your list to try that you haven't been to yet? Oh, there's um, there's that new pizza and wine place out on B. Tamarack Farms Winery? That's the one. Um, and from what I understand, you guys did a review on it. Yeah, my sister and her husband went out there, and mm-hmm. she wrote a little piece on it. And actually, like, the famous Dave um, raved about it on his Facebook page, like, raved about my sister's review. Yeah. And that was the coolest thing a to see. A positive review of the review. Right. Yeah. Whoa. Review Inception, yeah. just happening. Yeah, it's a review within a review. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I would I would love to get out there and try that. Yeah, I'm big pizza fan. Just got to tell you right now. Yeah, well, uh, and you're out at Farmstead Creamery and Cafe sometimes yep. in the summer too. I get out so there every now and then they have uh, the wood stove uh, pizza. I'm I subscribe to their CSA too. So oh okay, I'm a big fan of what they do. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so going back to kind of local stuff, what's a local tip you know now that you didn't before? So what's advice that you know now as a as a local that uh, you didn't know before? I don't know. That's that's a tough one. I mean, this I is my like one hard hitting. Well, it would be it would be <laughs> easier to come up with in like in in the situation. Yeah, like, I suppose. You know where something just just pops into your head instead of instead of trying to go just off the cuff. Um, I don't. Know. I'll have to get back to you on that one. Maybe. Okay. What I'll give you. I'll give you a situation. Okay. Um, if somebody were to ask you directions to say, um, say the. Man, now I'm on the spot. Shoot. <laughs> Turned it around on you. You did. Gotcha. You really did. All right. What if somebody were to ask you to give them directions to um, to the casino from town? Would, would you say you go on these specific roads or do you say you take a left, you take a left at the big fish and keep going straight? Like, do you, are you the landmark guy now or are you still mm. the highway, uh, highway, highway place? I guess I have the I have the experience to go with either, depending on who my nice. my audience is. So that you actually probably have a leg up on some locals then. Or like some people that have lived here their whole life. Maybe. Yeah, I've I've got multiple perspectives. Yeah. That's for sure. Whether oh. that is a good or bad thing. I'd say it's good. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> All right. What a 
What are you looking forward to most? Um, summer's right around the corner. What are you looking forward to most about summer in the area? Oh, well, when I was walking in here, I noticed that there were some. There was a grill and some grilling implements sitting out there on the deck. Oh, it's ready. That not tonight, but oh, I just I can't wait. I can't wait to grill some food outside. And I know you can do it in the winter, but it's just not the same. No. Uh, I want to. I want to sit outdoors and grill some meat and vegetables, and eat it outdoors, and then sit and enjoy myself outdoors after I've eaten. I just want to spend time outside without my skin hurting. Amen, brother. I think Amen. that's I think that's where I'm at. Yeah. So speaking of grilling, are you? What's your take on like the whole like all the guys gather around the grill at the at the gathering? <laughs> At the like a at a barbecue or a festivity or something like that. If if I'm the one on the grill, um, I think I'm secure enough in my abilities, yeah, to take the criticism and either use it or not use it. Um, I I feel confident enough in in my abilities that I like it. I'm, I'm not getting torn down by every guy who's coming in over my grill and pointing his finger and telling me my business about cooking this or that. Yeah, you know, if if it's his or her piece of meat that they are going to eat and they want it cooked a certain way, I'm more than happy to oblige. But other than that, just leave me alone. Yeah, stay in your lane. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll call you when the meat's done. All right. Just yeah. Chill out. Yeah. Go go throw a football around or something. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you when dinner's ready. Yeah. We'll ring a bell for you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, Stu, it's been it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, and thanks for coming. Really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Believe me, it's it's been an honor. It's it's been fun to listen to some of the previous episodes too. Thanks. Um. So, any last comments or things you want to leave our listeners with? Uh, there's a lot to like up here. Um, get out and and enjoy the what the uh, what the local scene has to offer, whether it's food or art or uh, activities outdoors or or, or anything. Um, just get out and enjoy it. It's a special place.